me on the piano. How are you doing today? I hope you're going to have a good one, or you are having a good one. better direction or in a keep it going in a good direction it's friday may 5th 2023 um i hope that uh i hope the weather continues because we are we're on a run right now we're going to be in seven in the 70s today um it's i I just oh it is it's a pure joy to get out of bed and tackle a new day that is for sure i love this time of year I, i love summer too but Summer can get a little much. Um, you know, you run into a, you know, 90, 100 degree stretch, and eh, I, can, I can get sick of that after a while, too. I can. Uh, isn't it funny? Like, we can get, we, we, we love the season that we're not in, right? Like, I love fall. Um, but I love right now. I love it. I, this is just, we're having a good stretch right now. We haven't, we've had a weird spring. Like, if you were to average everything out, I feel like we've had no okay spring, but we've had nearly record snowfalls for the month of March. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. We were way behind on snow, and then March came in and said, "You know what? Let me catch up on that." Um, in but in a weird way, though, we had like that eighty degree stretch for a while, and then you know here we are now with this. It's it's I don't know, I don't know, tolerable, I guess, or maybe I'm just maybe I've forgotten all the bad things. Oh. I know it'll get me in a better mood. Not even about the weather. It's about money. It's time to talk about the lottery, baby. All right. The good news for me is I didn't have to do any work today because nothing happened last night in the lotteries. But if you're wondering what's going on over the next few days, uh, there's a Mega Millions drawing tonight for $68 million in the jackpot. And if you were to take the cash option, it would be about $35.8 million prior to Uncle Sam grabbing his cut. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, hubbub about that recently, too. Uh, talk about that in a second. But Powerball is a $87 million jackpot for tomorrow, and uh, it's $46.8 million cash option. The hubbub has been that we had an over a billion dollar jackpot. And for some reason, it... I, I'm sure this has happened before, but people with that billion dollar jackpot, when you know, th- there's always a story about, well, here's what comes out in taxes, right? And people are getting pissed that the government takes so much of that winning. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's hard to look a gift horse in the mouth. In the mouth, I don't want Uncle Sam to take my money ever. To be honest with you, I don't think he earns it. Ever. I don't care who you are. If you think that Uncle Sam is doing a great job, I'm sure if you're a Republican, you think they're doing a bad job right now. And if you're a Democrat, you think they're doing a bad job at other times. It's just, it, you're just uh, they are never doing a good job, ever, in my lifetime. Um, but to take that amount of money, you know, it's going to be nearing 50%. Um, and... It does seem ridiculous, but what did I do for the money? You know, so people would be like, well, what did they do for the money? They didn't earn it. Well, I didn't earn it. I put a couple bucks down, right? Now, I did win it. I beat the odds, right? Like if that, if that really came down to it, you know, 
you're just lucky I'm a citizen. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Uh, but it's both state and local. I mean, by the time you're done, there's a bunch of tax coming out. Um, and, I mean, when it's a billion dollars and you're, you're going to take home $500 million, oh, my God. Or you take the annuity payments, which are guaranteed at 8%. Uh, you know, they're just, they're going to be, they're going to equal the total jackpot by the time you're done in 30 years. I don't think that's so bad. Um, I mean, it's, it's like money you wouldn't have had otherwise. So, I don't know. There's a hubbub about it, and I don't like Uncle Sam taking any more money than anybody, but um, if you're the winner, it'd be hard to complain. I think, though, the problem is that you see the jackpot, and then you see, yeah, but I don't get all that jackpot. I don't get half because Uncle Sam's taking a whole bunch. I don't even get half. I get, like, the cash option, and I get half of that. Um, but I don't know what you're mad about. Like, don't play then. I don't know. Or figure out some way to... And you can't not pay the tax. I was going to say figure out a way to not pay the tax. If you take the lump sum, you're paying taxes because they're going to take it before you get any money. If you take the annuity, I don't know if they take the money um, before your annuity payment for the taxes. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into that. Um, you know what? I took a good thing and I made it bad. Right? I took the, the great thing of winning the lottery and I turned it into the negative of taxes that come out. <laughs> Uh, sorry about that. Let's be grateful. Let's be grateful. Let's be grateful. Um, what am I grateful for today? Uh, every day, I'd like to show a little gratitude. I'd like to think about a little gratitude. Um, some days it's harder than others. I can tell you that right now. Um, I am grateful today for Lisa, um, as I always am. In uh, today, I'm grateful because she is an absolutely wonderful travel companion. Um. Johnny on the spot. She's you know she's got everything organized. Not the most organized person in the world, uh, but in her own way, she knows where everything is. I can't find anything uh, in her organizational structure, but uh, it is. Uh, she knows where it's at. Oh, it's in this pocket. I look in that pocket. No, not that one. I meant the other one. Um, it's uh, and I'm talking about her purse pocket, not her pants pocket. That would be weird. Um, but we're, we, I just booked a room in sunny Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. And uh, I have a friend that always makes fun of me for saying Michigan after I say Sault Ste. Marie because pretty much everybody knows where Sault Ste. Marie is. And I don't even believe that that's true. But the reason I do that is because when you're in the Sioux, as they call it, um, right across a small body of water, you can see it is Sault Ste. Marie, Canada which is kind of nicer than Sioux St. Marie, Michigan. Don't tell anybody, but it's kind of nicer. Anyway, um, I've been going to Sioux St. Marie, Michigan for many, many years. My mom lives there. My mom was born and raised there. Uh, her mom's family hid the Dillinger gang out there. I mean, some pretty cool stories about Sioux St. Marie, Michigan, but uh, it's a tough place to go. There's no good way to get there. It's an eight-hour drive by the time you stop and eat and uh, do whatever you're doing. Uh, if you could go without filling up with gas or getting food, it would probably take you about seven, a little over seven hours, I think. I'm not positive on that, but it takes a day. Um, and it's good to have a good travel companion. That is for sure. Um, and I keep doing this. I got to stop doing that. Uh, the cold weather at night I am grateful for and the warm weather in the afternoon I am grateful for. It, it, this is just it. I mean, we had our windows open last night. I said windows. Uh, we had them open and 
Uh, our room was wonderful. I, we go, the problem is our room is on the west side of the house, and the sun beats in there in the afternoon, and um, it gets warm. And like we were going to bed last night, it was seventy in the bedroom, and that's you know it's fine to go to bed in, but you're not going to sleep in that. It's going to get too too warm. Uh, opened up the windows, and we were uh, it was great in there last night. It was awesome. A little chilly. Love it. Uh, I am also grateful for my imagination because it keeps me from actually murdering people. I can just think about murdering them, and I feel just as good for a little bit. That's that's a joke, police. That is, I'm just kidding. Uh, those are the things I'm grateful for. What, pray tell, are you grateful for? What's eating kale? These are things that interest me, confound me, gnaw at me. They're just things that pop into my head, and I'd like to get them out of my head via journaling, and now I've taken them to just a, you know, I like to play the music beds and uh, just chit-chat a little bit about, you know, what's um, what's eating me, what's what's getting in there, and what's taking up space in my head. Get it out so that uh, it frees up space for what I hope to be more <laughs> productive things. Not always, but that's the goal. Um so what's eating kale today? Uh, this is a, and I, I, I've really been trying to concentrate on not making this just negative, negative, negative. Um, but it, it is, I can't necessarily control what pops in there. So even if it's negative, I'm going to say what, whatever it is I'm dealing with. Um, and today it's cauliflower. Ugh. It's like the new it food. And it's awful. And I feel like somebody got together and was like, what are we going to do about, about cauliflower? It's the worst vegetable on the planet. We need to do something to make it more palatable. So now they're replacing everything <laughs> with with cauliflower, and I, I don't know why. Whenever I say cauliflower, I want to include broccoli in on that, like broccoli and cauliflower. I, I just, I, I've started like twice saying broccoli, um, but they're replacing everything, and I don't know why. A cauliflower is like, like when I look at cauliflower, it looks like a, a slightly mutated albino broccoli. That's what I think cauliflower looks like. And it tastes like crap. And anybody's like, I love cauliflower. I can eat it raw. You know what? <laughs> Don't breathe on me. Ugh. Ugh. But they replace everything now. It's pizza crust was the first thing that was all the rage. Uh, you know, now it's like crackers, baking flour, cauliflower pasta, cookies, mashed potatoes. And you know the, the problem is, is that they're trying to sell us that this is a replacement for those things. This is a healthy replacement. And they're awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everything that I've tasted that way is awful. Now, if you were to tell me that, you know, like Lisa and I eat really good during the week. Um, and then on the weekends we splurge and, you know, we'll go out to eat and we'll 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 just eat worse on the weekends. Um, we try not to like go so far overboard that we ruin everything we did in the week, but we we do try to eat really good during the week. I can see where during the week somebody could say, "Well, if 
you're really jonesing for a pizza, you could have a cauliflower crusted pizza. Um, I probably still, I think that there's a billion other options that I could do that I don't need to, to have a horrible tasting pizza. Um, it, even just sometimes it's the texture, right? Like, um, but of all these foods, you know, they're, they're awful as what they're trying to replace. But they do have one thing in common. They are better than cauliflower. <laughs> just, so they, they've actually upgraded. I'll give them that. I, I will say that. Um, they've taken cauliflower and they've made it better than cauliflower uh, in whatever it is that they're doing. I once had cauliflower mashed potatoes that sucked as mashed potatoes, but they were better than cauliflower. And they actually weren't bad for a side dish. You know, they, they weren't, like, especially during the week, they weren't bad for a side dish, but you're trying to tell me that, hey, instead of mashed potatoes, you can have these. It, if I, this is the thing. If I put them side by side, you couldn't tell the difference. Oh, my, how you're wrong. I just, at one time, I was working out at a gym where there was a lot, there's a lot going on there. There's famous people that work out there. There's, like, they, they, they these trainers are for real, they kick your ass. They, they, they're it's hardcore. But they had some people there that were into nutrition, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's 100 percent nothing wrong with that. And they, the the one year that I was there, this would have been probably the year before COVID, maybe two. Um, and they, the the people who were into, like, I, I'm going to just say nutrition. I don't know. Just when you hear the story, you can maybe help me understand a better way to put it. But they were going to have, they were going to put out this around Thanksgiving and they're going to put out a Thanksgiving spread with everything replaced with healthy alternatives. And I'm not kidding you that they're telling you, like you can hardly even tell the difference. <laughs> I tried two things and they were so awful. I just, I, I'm like, I'm good. I don't need to try it. I, your tofu turkey was not, oh my God. And then there's something else. I don't remember what it was. Oh, it, was, it was. I went from the tofu turkey to like, okay, well, maybe the, the dessert that they had out would be better. It was not. It was not. I don't know why they're trying to make cauliflower the it vegetable. I mean, it's like they're trying to replace kale. <laughs> I think kale was the it vegetable for a really long time, and I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. In full disclosure, this segment was brought to you by the Kale Growers of America. Just kidding. Um, let's see. Uh, what are we watching? Uh, this is the next thing that I was thinking about today. Uh, one of the reasons why uh, I really wanted to get this out there was just so I wasn't bitching about broccoli, and that was the only thing I did. So, I'm like, what? What's good? What's you know? What am I? What am I happy about? What am I? Uh, and so, watching TV, you know it always signals the end of the, a long day, right? Like I might have the TV on during the day, but I'm not watching. I might have a game on or something that I don't have to pay attention to just so that there's maybe noise or something. Um, but, it, you know, it signals the end of the day and it's kind of the nice time. It's like, oh, get the, relax. Um, of course, I've said this a billion times before. HBO Max, the series Succession, we are watching that. But here's the problem. We're caught up. We're caught up now. We have to wait a week every week 
to get a new episode. It's killing me. I'm Jones, and see, I can I can even bitch about that. Love the show. I hate waiting for it. Um, I gotta. Uh, I, I think I'm. I, maybe I'm doing this all the time, and I'm not noticing. But I need to be better. Uh, when we go to bed lately, we've been watching Frasier, the old. I think it's '90s. Uh, TV sitcom with Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce. And I got to be honest with you, I don't think an episode goes by where we're not laughing out loud. It is. I And I, I know people who hate Frasier. Ah, he's so hoity toity. Well, that's the point. He's just great. Um, we are desperately behind on The Voice. And they um, have no idea what's going on there. Uh, when last we left... Um, the girl from Wisconsin was still in there, so that was kind of fun. Um, but I, I think we were just after the blinds. And then they, they do this thing that always makes us stop watching for a while. They do this thing. It's like we're going to go from the pre-recorded stuff to doing things that are more live or live. And um, they put at least one show in there of a recap. Here's how we got to this point so far. It's, it's been <laughs> just, I don't need a recap. I've been watching the whole time. I don't need a recap. But they're like, trying to make an end on May, whatever, before summer break. And as soon as that comes on, we're like, oh, we're not watching this. This is just this is just a rehash, a bad rehash typically of things that have already that we've already seen. So we're not watching that. And then you go a week without watching it, and then it's like you find something else to do. And so we lose interest. That's not good. Um, I will tell you a couple of my... Uh, things that I've found that I have really enjoyed and I don't know that anybody else will enjoy them. I'm, I mean, they're on, you know, pretty big networks and channels. So I assume that they're, that they are actually good, but Netflix has this, um, there's a couple of episodes, there's a couple of um, collections of a program called the chef's table. And there's one that's just like, like it's just called the chef's table. And then I, I haven't looked at that one yet. But the ones that caught my attention were the very specific ones that were uh, Chef's Table Pizza and the Chef's Table Barbecue. Um, I've watched those uh, from beginning to end. And there's multiple episodes in the pizza one and there's multiple episodes in the barbecue one. And they go through, you know, people who have changed the game with pizza. They go, they go through uh, different types of pizza. They go through um, how people make barbecue and the dedication uh, people have to have in order to be good at making barbecue. Um, fantastic. And I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. And I, I get it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a total wuss, uh, but I've cried at both of those. Um, the first episode of the pizza one, the guy, uh, has a, a place in Arizona. I want to go, I want to go just to try his pizza because everything I've heard about him and then everything I've heard about him subsequent, He's changed the game. Everything we know basically about going out and getting a pizza today is different because of this guy when you go to get a good pizza. And uh, his passion and his struggle and his, I mean, it's just, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, Going to Arizona one of these days just to try this guy's amazing pizza. And there's a place in Texas where this husband and wife uh, bought this meat shop, this butcher shop, and then they started putting out a barbecue and it turned into something Then her husband died. And it's a great story. Oh, my God. And when you watch these people and their finished product, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, also on Fox Now, I'm streaming. So I think this is actually on TV right now. But I'm not positive. 
Um, but on Fox now, I'm watching Next Level Chef. Um, that's been kind of fun to watch. I always like when there's assholes mixed in with really good people, and then the really good people aren't very good in the beginning, but they're better in the end, and they beat the assholes. I kind of like that. Um, oh, you know what? I should probably... I can't... I'm going to have to do the swear jar later just because of some logistics of technology and some limitations of my <laughs> ability. Um, but all of these like cooking shows you know, kind of got me in the mood. And the other day, um, I was talking to my friend Ben. And we decided, uh-huh, we have a little bit of a cooking contest. Yep. So uh, we don't have all the details worked out yet, but one of the problems with the contest is we're not in the same place, and it's not fair for him to come to my place and cook. It's not fair for me to go to his place and cook. Um, because you were just out of our element. So we were going to both individually cook uh, the same meal, different recipes, and um, then we're going to somehow have them judged. Whose is better? So the only way we can think to do this is he's going to make his, I'm going to make mine, uh, my significant other. Lisa will try uh, mine and give her grade, and then his, Ashley, uh, we'll try his, give it a grade. And then I think we should probably just make each other's and then decide which one they like better. But then what we're really going to do is we're going to put both of our recipes up on what's eating kale.com and you all can go uh, try the recipes and then tell us which one you like better. You can rate each one individually or you can cook them both and say which one you like better. We'll have that all set up on what's eating kale.com. Uh, and we're, I, I kind of hope that um, this is kind of a cool thing because I, I'm really getting into cooking, and um, I want to do more of it, but I, it'll be, like Ben's definitely a level above me. Um, he's not you know, a chef by any you know, He's not like a professional chef by any stretch of the imagination, but he definitely has been cooking, working at cooking longer than I have for sure. Um, the, the meal that we're going to make is going to be <clears throat> excuse me, carne asada tacos. And um, the only thing, I think we're going to use our own recipes, but I think the only thing is that we're both going to use skirt steaks uh, as, our, as our carne asada meat. And so that's the only thing I know right now. And then, you know, we got to come up with our own recipes and try to make the best carne asada street tacos. The one thing that scares me a little bit about this is that Ben told me a few weeks back, prior to us coming up with this idea, I have a great carne asada recipe. That's <laughs> a little bit concerned about that. He told me he was going to share it with me, and he never did. And now he won't. I'm sure. Because uh, I, I, why would he? I, I'm I'm not going to make it no matter what, even if he shared it with me. But at least I would know what I was up against, right? Uh, that it ends a it ends a week and an episode of what's eating kale. Next week, more with uh, dog trainer. Carol Sumbry. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.